Welcome, welcome. It's me, Teal from What Would Teal Say Photography. Thank you for tuning in. We are on episode three. It's been quite a day today, but we're going to get through this. Um, today's episode is tired of doing work for free. I mentioned it in my, uh, I believe it was my first video, second video. Another one of those videos, I'll put the put the link up so you could watch it. But um doing work for free. Let's jump right into it. You know, I think every photographer has gone through a period where they had to do free work or as out as as is known, pro bono work. Um there comes a time and place for it. It shouldn't be dismissed completely because it's something that is needed. Um, I'll and, I, and I'm gonna share my my thoughts and opinions on that. So I have basically three reasons why on you, when and why you should be doing free work. You know, the first, if you're starting off, if you're starting off as a photographer, specifically if you get into the professional side of it, you want to build your portfolio, you know, because your portfolio is what's going to attract your clients, you know, whether that is a company or whether that is individuals, depending on what realm of photography that you're getting into, um, the portfolio is going to defer, but the portfolio is the necessary staple to introduce people to your work. Um, so, which, which leads to this point, um, when you're starting off, you really, your portfolio is not where it needs to be uh, most of the time. Um, you know, that's when you start reaching out to diff different individuals, um, you know, start taking portraits if that's what you do, you know, and that's also the time and opportunity to really tighten up your skills. And um, and also, you know, that's also a time to experiment, really, because one, you're not getting paid for it, two, the person, the model is volunteering their time. And if you explain that to them, they're, for the most part, are pretty much fair game in terms of, you know, they allowing you to use their likeness to support you. Um, and generally, when I do, <clears throat> when I've, when I do pro bono work, I, you know, give, uh, now I, I allow them to use the photos on their platform, you know, as long as I get credit. And um, and from time to time, I'll I'll print out, give them a, a printed photo as a as a thank you gift. So then that that's when you should really that's that's like a must, you know, when you're starting off. Um, a second point to this is uh, when it's your dis excuse me. It's your decision, not someone else, when you want 
when you choose to do pro bono work. You know, I've heard many different stories, horror stories to be exact, you know, where individuals were contacted and, you know, the person, you know, had this idea how they wanted this particular photo shoot to go. They had a concept, they had all this, and they decided, you know, this was going to be free work. You know, they were going to use their likeness, their social media presence, or just depending where they are in life, especially if they're popular, they, they you, you're eating, basically eating off their backs, you know? There's a very, very fine line with that. You know, some individuals, yeah, it makes sense, you know, especially if there's a trade-off um, with that. But most of the time, you know, you got to eat. You know, you, you know, this is not necessarily a free meal, you know, paying your bills. The bill man don't care about your excuses on not paying the bill. They don't. They, um, they simply do not care. You know, so there's a very fine line with that. And, and a lot of people do that because if you have gotten into the habit of continuously doing free work, um, you're going to be known as the free work guy, you know, and, you know, you have to set soft boundaries and hard boundaries as far as how you go about doing your pro bono work. Um, you know, those soft boundaries can be, you know, leaving, uh, leaving a small, small amount of individuals or companies, however way you want, you know, they, they have an inside work with you. It's, Especially if there's always going to be a trade-off, you know, I do this for you, do this for me, and it's a constant working relationship. Hard boundaries is exactly what it is, you know, you let it be known, you know, making sure, um, making sure, you know, you have all the entities that you need to let people know that you are an active and engaging photographer that charges. What are those entities? Website, you know, we'll start small with a DBA, but eventually moving your, your business acumen to another level, your LLC, depending on how big you get, you might want to do a corporation, you know, and those are things that set boundaries for people and let them know, hey, listen, this individual is a professional. Clearly, they have all the, the pieces in play. I'm going to and I'm going to entrust that they can get the job done. That's what those business entities do. That's that's what all of that is for. You know, having, you know, proper um, studio space, you know. Some photographers run out. They don't feel the need to have a studio space. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that, you know. But it does make a difference when the client reach out and you let them know the prices, different things of that nature, and you give them an, an address, 
you know, that, that sells them too. All right. And, uh, set the, the, the third point is setting the limits of pro bono work. I do pro bono work, but I'm very particular how much pro bono work that I want to do. And I, and from time to time I do pro bono work cause I'm thinking of a concept. Um, I want to add, uh, a certain element to my portfolio, you know, that is why I said pro bono work shouldn't be dismissed, you know, cause if it's my idea, my concept, you know, I'm going to fork the, the expenses to make, to get that done, you know? So I, you know, definitely setting limits, you know, and, you know, I do both street photography work and portrait work. So, you know, as far as the street photography side, I'm constantly shooting. So that's not even a big deal. But the portraiture is is a, is a whole nother monster, you know, always pushing my creativity and always trying to expand my client base and, and, and get my work out there and, and to attract um, new clients as new clients as well. You know, so set the limits on those pro bono work. Don't get to the point where you completely forget the business of photography, um, because you know you're gonna end, you're gonna fall into a trap with photography. And I say this with with great love. It's quite the rabbit hole. <laughs> um, you know, it, it, you could go so deep and depending on what you're doing. You know, so. And I want to leave you with this little piece of advice before I sign off. And it's this. You are worthy of getting paid and making a living off photography. And don't let anyone tell you different. Remember those words. You are, you are worthy of it. You know, there are individuals that, you know, yeah, especially with the the coming of age with smartphones where people feel like, you know what, I had the newest, latest phone, we could do this ourselves. You know what? We as photographers, we have a skill set. We 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 blood, sweat and tears put in our, our soul into this. You know, and don't be distracted by that. You know, continue to do the good work, continue to put out good work and, you know, be the best at what you do. With that being said, subscribe, comment and like. Join all my social media platforms. The links is down below. Thank you for taking the time and watching this. Till the next time. Peace.